Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about something important. To hell with the haters and self-doubt. Start telling your story right now, today. You are one piece of content away. This is so foundational. I'm going to rant for a couple of minutes about this. So foundational to what I believe in, what we're all about at Best Served. And so I want to just take a moment and tell you your story fucking matters. Don't let those haters, don't let the self-doubt, don't let the algorithm, don't let the stats tell you any different. I want to hear your story. So many people out there want to hear your story. I want to be a part of it. Uh, I want to have your back. I want to be in your corner. Like, I think it's important for us to recognize that the opportunity that we have, especially in food, beverage, and hospitality, is to share those stories. All right, we talk about stop selling food, start telling stories. Food is just the proof that you are who you say you are. And there's so many more voices that need to get added in the culinary narrative. So it's going to be really important. And content equals that opportunity. Content is going to be that vehicle for your personal and professional success. Again, truly, truly believe that. And you're just one piece of content away. If you're looking to uh, start a new restaurant and you're looking for investors, content. You're looking to launch a new menu, content. You're looking to get more clients for your personal chef, catering, your food truck, content. More butts and seats at your current restaurant, content. You're looking to start up a tech company, product company. You're in commercial real estate, content. This is going to be that unlock. So we're going to talk about this a little bit today with uh, the Best Served team. Really excited to share some of the content that brought our team together. One of the things, though, I wanted to do first was share with you one of the first pieces of content. This is before Best Served Podcast even started, November 2019, when I started just an audio podcast with this phone right here, uh, a cheap headset and some hoodies hanging around me here. Let's roll that clip. It was so important to be able to just get out there and tell these stories. And here we are literally in the parking lot of my gym. It didn't matter. It was just about the story. It was just about having meaningful conversations. It was just about getting the content out there. Ah, I love watching that. Uh, I don't know where I got that headset. It's ridiculous. I look like I work at a uh, call center and it it didn't matter. And so we're going to talk about with the team because our team has really come together. We're living that content life. Each of us has put ourselves out there in an uncomfortable way often. And we found each other. We have now put out tens of thousands of pieces of content and millions of views, likes, comments, shares over the last two years because of our belief that 
story matters and bringing more voices in. And so we want your voice to be a part of that. So that's what we're going to talk about this episode. We're going to talk to uh, Andrew Parr. We're going to talk to Sophie Breaker. We're going to talk to Corey Nelson. If you follow what we do, you know these names and uh, these faces already, these voices already. Uh, no further ado, I want to bring in Andrew Parr, our Herald of How, Chief How Officer, partner in crime. Uh, the, uh, what is it, the the ice to the fire, the the thunder to my lightning, like very much, uh, very blue. I'm very red, balances us out and uh, and is really the leader in allowing us to bring so much to the forefront. So, uh, Andrew, thanks as always for everything you do. And thanks for being on the show. Hell yeah. Thanks for the kind introduction. Good to Absolutely. be here as always. Yes. So I want to I want to take people back a little bit to the onset of the the pandemic right restaurants were shutting down it's a really hard time a trigger warning i feel like for a lot of people that was a really devastating moment devastating time and you know we've talked a lot about how i said i'm just going to commit and start making content and on march 18th 2020 went live on facebook no fucking clue what the hell i was doing i still don't think i know what the hell i'm doing but uh just committed to hustle and communicate and get content out there and what almost six months seven days a week we were on and started bringing people into our orbit you and i have known each other for for years and years but you put out a piece of content that just it struck me it stuck with me enough to take a moment to read it and then to reach out to you and say hey let's talk about something so Sophie, pop up this this article gratitude and the hospitality industry you posted this on your medium page and it was just, you know, it was just a simple way to kind of like acknowledge people in the industry. We talk about that a lot. Talk about educating people. Workplace is worth working. Foundational. Why did you write this article, especially I, at a time like that? I wrote the article really because, you know, in an instant, life had changed so significantly. And, um, you know, it was really kind of twofold. One was right before... Uh, the shutdown, I was about to launch with five new clients. And, you know, you were in the same situation. We exactly. went from, you know, 100 to zero in seven seconds overnight. And I really felt like even though I didn't have a client that was paying me directly at that point, I still had a lot to share. And so Writing is kind of my comfort zone, so I wanted to, to start getting stuff out there that, that could be of the benefit. And the other reason was because truly I had a great experience. It, uh, Jody, my wife, and I are big fans of Fire on the Mountain, and we had ordered uh, food to, to go from their Wash Park location. We went and picked it up and brought it home, and the whole reason that I wrote it was because they were kind enough to write on the brown paper bag inside the bag that had the, the utensils and the napkins, Andrew P., thank you so much. And, oh. and that inspired me to talk about gratitude, which I think was something that was really missing from hospitality before the shutdown. Wow. A big shout out to Fire on the Mountain. And we'll make sure in the comments, we'll, we'll link to the article that you wrote. Also now, Fire on the Mountain, you're getting tagged and linked up because that's that's true hospitality. You know, I said that food is just the proof that you are, you say you are. I, as a chef, got so caught up in it. We get so caught up, we forget that the reason that we do this is because we're in the relationship business. It's all about cultivating people 
And what we put on the plate is not the value that we actually bring to the world. And we get caught up in that minutia. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, a couple of highlights for people. What are the big takeaways? Like, what did you want people to feel? What did you want people to think when they read that article? Because clearly, look at the trajectory that it led us on. You you motivated me and uh, and I think a lot of other people. So I want people to like understand what you were trying to get across. You know, it's, it's really interesting um, you know, cause obviously that article is almost two and a half years old now. So, so I went back and I reread it and it really struck me the themes that were discussed in that really short article and how they are still pulled through to this day with our team. You know, I, I talked about community and people coming together around food for any number of reasons. I talked about hospitality as a profession, which is something mm. that we talk about all the time. Um, I talked about gratitude and appreciation. Um, one thing that really struck me also was talking about looking forward, not getting back to normal, but leaving behind everything that's broken. Yes. And, you know, the other thing that I wove in there, and I didn't use the words workplace is worth working because we didn't know what that was. yet. We hadn't come up with that yet. <laughs> but I talked about how important it was for employers to provide education and, a, and an outstanding workplace for their employees. Oh, and and right. And now workplace is worth working. The foundation of that is wages, benefits, culture and education. So right. you, you were right there on that. All right. Amazing. Everybody go read this article it inspired what now is best served and so it's been meaningful and you put out that one piece of content you were one piece of content away from now being here and being a part of this best served uh, team this best served movement so really appreciate that all right Andrew, we'll let you go all right. cheers all right everybody uh let's move on quick let's get sophie breaker in here uh, Sophie, <laughs> Sophie is always behind the scenes here. You hear me talk to Sophie. A lot of people probably think I'm losing my mind, which I probably am when I say, Sophie, throw up that banner. Uh, so Sophie Breaker, everybody, uh, best served together trailblazer, really director of the more voices initiative. Your job is to figure out how to keep us so organized that we can put out over 400 shows uh, that we've done over these uh, these two years and being able to do the content campaigns. We're bringing in so many different uh, diverse and unique voices across the food landscape. So everybody, Sophie Breaker, uh, that one piece of content. So this is an interesting thing because we've talked about the resume is just dead. The resume does nothing. It, it, we've said it has to be this, can't do this, can't do this. You got to say this. And then we wonder why everyone's resume is exactly the same and it says nothing. And so it's an interesting concept because you came on as an intern from Johnson and Wales, didn't know what the hell was going on with this best served podcast thing, trusted me enough to, to come on board. And it was funny down the road. I said, you know what? I never looked at your resume. Not once. What I did was when you sent me an email at the bottom, there was a link to a blog and I read a couple of your blog posts. What was the blog? What was the blog? Why did you, why did you have a blog? What was it all about? I'm, I'm fascinated. Um, I had a blog because uh, the year I graduated from high school, I went and took a trip to Japan where my brother was stationed in the military. And I wrote a bunch of um, blog posts about that. And then I went into culinary school and just kept writing the blog. Um, and I think I was, I went back like Andrew did and read some of the posts 
from the Japan trip was like, I was so young and I sounded so young. And then I was reading some of the ones at baking school and I was so salty. (laughs) I was like Um, so jaded and yelling about the dish pit and (laughs) all sorts of stuff. You're really in that uh, in that restaurant that restaurant mm-hmm. life. I want to I want to pop this up up there so so anybody who's watching this can can really see. Need to sleep. Uh, <laughs> hidden gems of the East Coast. I love this because right now we're in the midst of talking a lot about writing headlines. Perfect Portland pastries. Okay. Sophie's food tour of Boulder. Back to school. Back to cakes. Uh, yeah, you were already kind of thinking about about how you're trying to express. What I thought was interesting was you're really expressing a passion that you have for baking, for pastry, for sweets, which has pulled through in a lot of the work that we've done. Uh, more so, it was interesting because you were trying to kind of like highlight other people's passion as well. And this is an interesting thing because like the pastries are amazing at lots of restaurants, lots of bakeries, but the people who like create them and make them, if we can put them on a pedestal, it just changes our relationship with them. So I'm interested when you think about writing a story about a bakery, about a single pastry and looking through the lens of the people who actually create and make it blood, sweat and tears and all that. uh, How do you kind of frame that as a writer? Um, Well, I definitely think that those blog posts did not do a great job of (laughs) doing that. I think I definitely, um, like I had a New York one in there, and I definitely felt more connected to the places that I had researched and that I knew things about the bakers, like uh, the Dominique Ansel um, bakery, I went there and was like, I, I knew stuff about him. I felt more connected to the food that way. Um, there was a pie shop in Brooklyn that I had read a whole article about and had watched an interview about. And so I do feel like if you know the people, then you're going to feel better about the food. Yeah. So it just... It makes I, it taste better. It just does. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I have so many people that I have told that they have to go to Huckleberry in um, in Santa Monica because I watched the Phil episode that mm-hmm. has them on there. I feel like... I like you connect with them because you've seen them and you know who they are yeah. versus just the food. Like the food is fantastic, of course, but it's better. Yes, it's that it's that story. The story has value, and you feel it in, in every interaction, and in every bite, and every taste. I think is I think is so so important, and we we forget about that because we were so used to like people people point to the value that we have by the price that they're willing to pay for the item. And we get too caught up in that game and not the not understanding the value that we actually bring is that story. And it's why grandma's food is just the best. It's why mom's food is the best. It's why that family interaction, those those dishes may or may not actually be the best, but the way it makes you feel can't be touched. So that's what I really appreciate you always kind of bringing to the forefront. And you are that one piece of content away from getting a job that now has you at the forefront of leading this idea of bringing more voices into the story we've brought hundreds and hundreds of people who haven't been acknowledged to the forefront and you did it through content and so i'm so grateful for that you put yourself out there i even know you you joked about i thought my mom and my grandmother were the only ones reading this blog well i read the blog now we're putting it in the comments other people are going to read the blog please everybody drop comments into the blog now we need to get sophie back 
and uh, and looking at those old articles. I know that you think that they're not written that well, or you sound so young, and maybe you do, but uh, it put you on a path that now has you able to write meaningful and impactful stories for the hospitality industry for millions of people in this industry now and in the future. So it all started with uh, with a little pastry blog, and so I'm so grateful that you uh, you put yourself out there. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Sophie, get out of here. All right, let's uh, let's bring in Corey Corey Nelson, uh, who a lot of people might. Uh, if you go on Clubhouse, you see Corey's icon there at the top, always making sure that we record all those Clubhouses. And uh, and if you're on our TikTok, go over to Best Serve Podcast TikTok. You'll see Corey. I think Corey, you're pinned now, talking about how to get onto Clubhouse because uh, we want to see more people in the industry on Clubhouse. Storyteller Supreme. That's like your your superhero, your your Marvel character name. And you're really creating a lot of the watch and listen content focused on that video production, the audio production side, uh, but also on our core team, making sure that we get meaningful stories out there. And so appreciate the work that you do. Thank you. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, right. I'm a, I'm a good hype man. I like <laughs> to get people hyped up because uh, I'm serious. Like the work that you do, it's it's meaningful and impactful and people don't always know it. I get the opportunity to interact all the time. It's, uh, you're going to see a lot more of all of these faces and voices as we move forward and kind of open up our content playbook a little bit in 2022. So you, uh, same thing with Sophie, uh, intern from the Colorado Media School, right? And I didn't, I've never looked at your resume either. Now I just like don't look at your resume just because like it's a point of fact like i've never seen your resume i just saw that you had a big time babble a podcast that you just did having some fun with your friends and said we're gonna put ourselves out there so we gotta roll that roll that beautiful bean footage we gotta get uh remember how to do this podcast um make sure everyone's mics are on this time um good call that was a good call everyone's everyone's baseball uh baseball had some big kill it in the game right there that is the highest quality podcast work you could imagine uh i like your show i listen to some of the rights a lot of it was a lot of uh a lot of adult beverage a lot of football a lot of just like you and your friends shooting the shit like chopping it up which i thought was really interesting cool and you were definitely the uh the ringleader there trying to get everyone organized making sure everybody's microphones worked and i i just said send me an episode and i listened to an episode i was like yep this is somebody that i want involved why did you start the podcast uh was the first kind of question i have why was that important for you yeah um you know i think we started that man back in like 2017 and it was kind of that like era where everybody was starting podcasts because there was a few podcasts that were, you know, going famous and people were Mm -hmm. getting lots of money off of it. And, and we felt that we were just as funny as those guys, maybe even funnier. (laughs) And I, you know, we said, let's just start doing it. Uh, get, it was a good reason to get together. We always talked it like that anyway. So I was like, let's just put some mics in front of us. Um, that clip is hilarious because the podcast before it, the mics were off for half of the episode. (laughs) <laughs> so like you could only hear us out of one person's mic. So you wow. know, it was already thinking to the next, you know, what's wrong. So oh, that's great. So you already you already had the vision to be like, let's make sure the equipment works properly. Uh we've had a lot of technical issues. We have a we had a channel called Damn Robots on our Slack where it was always like these damn robots. But you know what? Like we stay committed and focused. What I really appreciate about 
what you always do is like, you're always looking to improve. You're always looking to understand more ways that we can bring more value into the content that we create. But also we have this like capture over create mindset. We're like, it doesn't need to be flawless all the time. Or we talk about, you know, personal, not perfect. And it's really hard sometimes when you do some, see some really sexy, glossy content out there. And then you're like, well, we just have to commit to putting out there because if you're crippled by the inability to make perfect content, you're just never going to put your story out there. And so I appreciate that you're always improving, but keeping it raw and real. Why are you willing to put yourself out there? Like, that's fucking scary to say, I'm going to put myself out there and, and put an episode out there where you can only hear from one microphone and you push through that because a lot of people will run into that. And they say, I'm done. I'm out. This is this is too challenging. It's embarrassing, whatever it might be. Why do you push through that? Yeah, I think, you know, that's the only way you're going to get better. Um, you know, those those sexy, glossy episodes or videos that you see, those people started somewhere, too. They were making videos in their room or podcasts in their room. And uh, it didn't make sense for us to, you know, scrap an episode because we only would get together every two weeks. So whatever we recorded or got done that had to go out if we wanted to continue to make that content. Uh, it also, you know, was funny to hear reactions from friends and family that said, Oh man, that was hilarious. You guys didn't have the mics on right. or, you know, going from there to where we are now where people say, wow, I really like love to see where you guys came from, where you started. Remember when you had the episode where you didn't have your mics on now, you don't run into those problems. You're good. You're, you're golden. Everything is, is working well. So it's just about, I think that practice and also people, like I said, people want to see that they're, they're interested in that. That's hilarious. It's funny, but also it shows that I'm just a real person it's real. You know, that someone else might run into. So it's real. And you know, what's, what's funny is, is had the same thing. There was lots of tech issues early on. There was interruptions from, from dogs and cats and kids, like, you know, when everybody was, was huddled in early COVID days and uh, people would hit me up and be like, that was my favorite part. I was like, you did, you don't mean all the, the, the profound things that I said through the episode was your favorite part. The favorite part was, was when, when shit got real mm -hmm. and it makes sense. And actually we're going to drop this into the, the comments as well. You just put together a little blooper reel of a lot of those things and a lot of the mistakes that we made, which was hilarious. Shout out. We just put it up. It's got 3000 over 3000 views on YouTube. So, uh, so great to see that people are appreciating us being able to, I don't know, make fun of ourselves. Like we take, we take the audience that we serve really seriously. We don't always take ourselves so seriously. So I appreciate you, uh, also keeping us grounded in that and focused in that. So Corey Nelson, everybody, uh, really appreciate you. Thanks. Cheers. All right, everybody. That is it. Amazing episode. I am so grateful to the three humans that you just got to uh, hear from a little bit and uh, so many more on the best serve team that are the amplifiers. We exist to amplify the worth and work of those who feed their community. And once again, they said to hell with the haters and self-doubt, start telling your story today you are one piece of content away. These are the pieces of the content that brought our team together. I want to be a part of the content that you put out there. So please tag Best Served, Best Served Podcast, Jensen Cummings, at Chef Jensen Cummings, wherever you are posting. We want to hear your story. We want to be a part of it. And you're going to hear a lot more about uh, content in 2022 from us as we really open up our content playbook and uh, try to share as much as possible to empower and uh, uplift and, uh, and say fuck you to the haters so that more of you can start getting those stories out there. They truly matter. That's it. Appreciate you all.
Go make some content. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.